you know how I feel going into this weekend? Sad? Bored? Excited? Well, I guess two of the three is close enough, but I guess the image equivalent would be that me right now, I am Squidward. I'm looking outside and I'm seeing SpongeBob and Patrick have all this fun. Or this equivalent, Birmingham City and West Bromwich Albion, Wrexham, Stephen, they're all there. And then there's me, little old Aston Villa, just in the dark, just wondering why can't we be involved with this? I mean, I thought I had a strange analogy the other day, but that's definitely a strange one to start the podcast off to. <laughs> I forgot how I really entertaining am. the FA Cup fourth round was, considering my club hasn't been in it for eight years. <laughs> yes, unfortunately for you. <laughs> Depressing, uh, really. That's how I feel about watching the FA Cup most of the time anyway. You shouldn't. You're like going to win it, probably. <laughs> God, please. I'd rather have as few games as possible. We're playing too many. I saw, I a full, small part of me there and thought you were going to suggest I'd rather win the Carabao Cup. <laughs> I mean, I'll take both if both are an option. I mean, both still are, but whatever. Anyway, before we get into the FA Cup, what the hell has gone on at Everton this week? I was going to say, we we started, well, I've slightly started depressingly, but I guess it's nothing on how Everton fans feel, just this yeah. season in general. Mm, and this week has pretty much summarised it off. Lose at the weekend, uh, was it 2-0? Yes. Feels like a lifetime ago, yeah. Then Frank Lampard gets sacked, it was what, rumoured around Called it. 3 what Did we say it happened after we'd recorded? Yeah. So, and yeah, I told you uh, it would happen just as Monday Night Football was kicking off so they could try and hide yeah. it away. Yeah, but had it te- see, it technically hadn't been announced. It was just speculated, although pretty much confirmed, but Everton just wouldn't release a statement until as late as possible where they could have as least amount of traction on it as possible. Yeah. And yeah, but that doesn't work. Uh, no, the dust hadn't settled that point. They're all still pretty yeah. angry at you. Yeah, I mean, everyone was always going to be angry at that announcement, no matter what time it came, unless it came at like one, two o'clock in the morning, and they thought most people would be in bed. You're always going to get traction and uh, angry fan reaction in terms of that. Then there was some rumours Monday evening, if not Tuesday morning, saying that Farhad Mashiri had apparently put the club up for sale, although he's apparently refuted those claims and said he plans on staying at the club. So this thing in The Guardian had come out days after he'd done or wrote some or spoke to fans, said it's absolutely not happening. I am here. I'm not saying at all. Yeah. Um... So I, that, I definitely didn't take that one for for granted. But yeah, I'll suggest you the mess. Sacking yeah. Frank Lampard will not solve anything. No. I don't feel like he was the probably one of the smaller problems out of a much larger issue. Yeah, he really was. Because if you look at it, like, yes, the on the pitch results weren't good, and you'd say they are sackable offences um, with the club in the relegation zone, 
let's face it, if he hadn't uh, got the fans on side towards the end of last season, he'd have been gone anyway. Like a sensible ownership would have got rid of him at the end of last season. I was even surprised that he stayed there, even though they did stay up. A sensible ownership would have got rid of him before the World Cup. So he had all that time to really think and bring someone in. Whereas they've done it now and they don't have the time to do that whatsoever. Yeah, you've got half of the season, or 18 games left of the season, so just under half the season left. Days left of the transfer window, obviously they're not going to be signing a new one because, well, I think that was the whole thing is they don't have any money to be spending on players. I don't know. Apparently they've got 25 million to go and splash on Hakim Ziyech as well from out of nowhere. <laughs> An odd one that just I didn't understand at all. No. Uh, and then all and you also seen to... stuff before. Sorry, I'd let you... <laughs> there was a stuff for Talksport, they had the agent phoning. Oh, Kier, uh, Corbison. Yeah, he was spinning the beans out. Oh, I tried to sell them these players who are all at yeah. clubs now and were sold to clubs at a much higher price, interestingly, as well. I mean, I hate that man from uh, his dealings with Carlos Tevez and Manchester United. As he was kept Tevez's got, agent. I just found it quite funny that he randomly had a pop at Jamie Carragher. Well, Carragher's not there to defend himself. Yeah, but you could you wouldn't have said that in the room with him, would you? Oh God, no! I think it's just absolutely ridiculous that he decided to do that. But um, I said, have I made you lose your train of thought? <laughs> sort of. Yeah, that was, I remember what I was going to say now. The, I mean, the player's been linked with moves out of the club, so you got um. Anthony Gordon being heavily linked with a Newcastle move this past week. Uh, Amadou, is it Amadou or on Amadou Onana? Either way, yeah, I believe it's Amadou Onana. Uh, he's been linked with a move. Yeah, it is. He's been linked with a move away. Uh, reportedly, Chelsea again. These are just rumours at this minute in time. No, no, I first saw Arsenal and then Chelsea were just instantly put in the conversation because it's Arsenal who are being linked to him, probably. <laughs> yeah. But either way, it's not a good time to be an uh, Everton fan at this minute. And we're not saying, obviously, this is the worst-run club in the country because I, I want to completely refute what Sky said. Because, yeah, when that statement then... came out, I thought, look, look a little bit lower, lads. <laughs> a little just bit be, lower. Just even one division lower. You don't even have to go down to League One mm. to the National League. Just look one division lower. Yeah. Like Everton have got their issues. But their issues are not going to put them into administration. Or yeah, they're not going to lose their ground. No, you they haven't they... been served a winding up order yeah. from HMRC as well. So it's like you, they've just got their Premier League tinted windows on there, Carragher and Neville. And was there stuff about them supposedly needing money to pay off stuff on the new stadium as well? I feel like there was. Like, yeah, I can't remember what it exactly was, but I'm thinking. Jesus Christ, they don't even have the money for the new stadium. <laughs> are they building it? Yeah, it's it's a really strange time at this minute in time with Everton. And whether Mashiri gets some investment coming into the club, whether he does eventually sell up, whether it be this quarter of the year or any time else in 2023, obviously remains to be seen. You can't it use just... the Dragon's Den initiative with this. Sure. 
as if you're, you're an investor, you're looking for something to invest in. I'm no business savvy, Martin, so I'm probably going to sound off when I sound, <laughs> say like this. But what investor would put the money into this right now? Yeah, I mean, for me, you wouldn't you'd, do it. You'd have to be a brave one. Like, let's yeah. face it, Peter Jones will put his money in stuff. He'd put his money into this. <laughs> he wouldn't be mad enough to do this. No, he really wouldn't. Well, yeah, you are looking, thinking, well, at this minute in time, you don't know where, where Everton are going to be playing next season. So do you want to be putting something into a club that could potentially be dropping down out of the Premier League so all that TV money goes and the investment like, and the looks and the uh, media opportunities drop down because you're not getting the Premier League exposure. As good as the Championship is, it doesn't get the same exposure as the Premier League. So you're left scratching your head as to think, why would any investment before May, whatever the season ends on, say 24th or 28th, why would any investment come into Everton before then? Yeah, didn't we have this discussion in the last podcast as well? I feel like the Championship is a better league with Everton in it. Even if Everton are in a bit of a mess, it's just the name power that comes with that. Yeah, 100%. But from Everton's standpoint, they would have just the parachute payments to go off. Yeah. And that's not even the craziest stuff about this week regarding Everton. Arno down Juma. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get on to that transfer? Well, firstly, for you. (laughs) It didn't go for him. (laughs) Wow. If there was ever a suburb that could... Do you know what? I had this thought. Like, we, we don't know yet who Amazon are doing the all or nothing documentary if around. If they are. Doing if they are. This so, yeah. But, lads, Everton are right there. <laughs> what an opportunity that would have been. I mean... You'd get six it, episodes out of the last month alone. Yeah. It, it's literally... That Dan Juma one is quite similar to the Dan James one. Um, when it's, he's... It, Supposedly moved to Leeds a few years back. Well, I before he ended up joining United. An example, do you remember Joe Bryan? We were in yes. the championship at the time. Bristol City had Joe Bryan, and he was probably one of the best left backs of the championship at the time. We apparently had done it. We he was signed. He'd done all the the media images, the club interview. Then they found out they just left, and apparently Fulham are interested. <laughs> Granted, Fulham had just been promoted, so you'd understood it, but it's like, you disrespectful prick. Yeah, I mean, like, it's so strange. Like, everything was agreed with Everton, apart from the paperwork being signed off. He'd done his just, medical. Apparently, Dad Juma had even like, commented to someone's DM on Instagram saying, no, I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm, at least I think it was real. Like, I'm here. I'll do everything I can for the club. Mm. <laughs> 24 hours later. Now he's at. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm in Tottenham. It's just a crazy, crazy. I said a tweet there. as well. It was like, why didn't Spurs tag it to dare us to do one? <laughs> well, I know he, he ended up putting that in his uh, Twitter post when he. That was probably where it was from. It was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, that is called robbing suit, uh, salt into the wounds there. Oh, I'd realised any Everton, like, Documentary series about him right now is Sunderland till I die on steroids. Yeah, and I am all here here for all of it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> give me give all me of them. Every... Yes. Although, if they're anything like they were when Sky 
interview with them in the car park, yeah, it'd be a bit boring, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, a very, very crazy, I can't even say seven days. It's been a crazy four or five days this week at Everton, and who knows how the rest of their season is going to play out. I think as well, I'd see the tweet as well, there was an Everton fan I'd put up. They'd started their day in the morning, they'd just wrote, right, what's this club got in store for us today? And then it was literally half an hour, they'd retweet it and gone, Christ, gosh, couldn't even give it an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just mental. Yeah, but uh, before we get to the other, God, there show, who the hell could manage this squad? <laughs> the Anthony Gordon stuff that's come out today, he's missed three days of training, supposedly. I mean, I did see two that it was in. I think... Sky said three when I did it on this morning. Maybe he's missing today's one, but I was going to say it's, it was definitely two as of yesterday. So unless he's missed today's one as well, that is. Yeah, today there is the first time I've seen it was apparently he's reported hasn't reported. Sorry for training today. So yeah, but but he's not putting a transfer request apparently. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he wants out. Oh, so clear. He does. And. You know, they're going to want to get as much as they can for him, but absolutely no way is he worth like 40 million. <laughs> there was once a time this guy was quoted 60 million for Chelsea to sign him back in the summer, if you remember. I do. I really do remember that. And now we're half a year down the line and you're thinking, you're not even worth 10. You'd be looking to get 30. You're not even worth 10. No. I don't think he's done anything in my mind to stand out forever to. No. He started the season okay, thinking, okay, maybe they've got a very good player. They've got there in Grealish, but he's done nothing since. It's, I can't even say he's been bang average. He's been poor. I've heard nothing of him. In a shit team. Yeah. Like, um, sometimes with uh, teams in a bad rot, you hear of players that are doing really well, and he's like the one or two standout players. And then you look at Anthony Gordon, and you're like, well, what are you offering us? Yeah. Why was this hype around you? Yeah, I'm also asking Newcastle, why do you want him? Okay. Do you honestly think he improves your team? I trust Eddie Howe to probably get the confidence back out of him because he's a very good manager. But right now, you go, and you, and you look at the way he's acting around this whole transfer. Do you want yeah. someone like that around the team? A team that's very nope. close knitted right now. Oh, 100%. You don't you keep him far away. As possible. Yeah. This is an odd one. But they'd have their reasons. Oh, 100%. It always strikes me if you remember Ryan Fraser moving there. Yes. And he had the issues with Bournemouth as well. Mm-hmm. It feels similar. Is he still there? I believe right. he is, yes. Or he left. He... I want to say is he left there? on loan somewhere. But I'm not certain. I've just, uh, I was searching as well. Back on Dan Juma. Mm. Everton and Tottenham play each other at the 1st of April at Goodison. So he's got to go there. <laughs> and the oh, the abuse he's going to get will probably mm. will be quite inflated. Yes. Uh, he's still at Newcastle, Ryan Fraser. I think he's, yeah. just been one, he's just been thrown into the dark and Eddie House pretty much said, yeah, you can go. The bomb squad. Yeah, he, he's not what Newcastle need right now. No, God, no. 
Like, if you're going to move to that next that. level, you move on from the likes of Ryan Fraser. Oh, 100%. Right, um, is that enough Everton talk for now? Well, because we, I was going to say, we hadn't even discussed who the hell is going to manage this team. Because where do <laughs> the top three I'd seen, Ralph Hassanutal had been named. That would be random. I don't know whether he could do that job, though. If I'm him, I don't think he should be anywhere near it. For me, it feels like a job he would be out of the door by the end of the season. So I'm looking now on Skybet, and their two favourites are Sean Dyche, who's still favourite, then Marcelo Bielsa. And my God, do I love their joint third favourite. Well, I'm guessing it was... It would have been Duncan Ferguson before news that has just come out that he's Forest Green. <laughs> is that one? Yeah, Forest Green Rovers. Although Skybet haven't updated it because he's still twenty-five to one. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the joint third favourite. Oh, it's got to be Gerard, isn't it? <laughs> no, got to be. No, no. I don't know how the likes of Bielsa and Dasha on there. Like Bielsa is pretty much just not going to happen. Hmm. So, I, I had this one. Right. My dad was like, "Oh, you heard it's." Bielsa's been around. I just went, it's not going to be Bielsa. What do you think it's going to be Bielsa? And then it was yeah. like, no, yo, just, just wait. Like, it's not going to be him. No. Um, yeah, so third favourites are Wayne Rooney. Yeah, uh, I had seen that mentioned as well. We already discussed that enough on the last podcast that it wouldn't be sensible for him. And my God, you are not ready for this one. Am I not? Grab yourself in, sit down, and prepare to laugh your head off. It's all right, the dogs are sealed. <laughs> Sam Allardyce. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'd seen it mentioned, but it's like, he can't be in the betting, surely. Yep, yeah, he's joined oh, third favourite at 10 to 1 on Skybet. approach. Oh. One last go around for Big Sam. Before he does a Steve Bruce and runs off into the, the distance with his pie in hand. I mean, even Bruce is down on their list as well. Of course he is. Him, Gerard, and uh, a few, Brendan Rogers and John Terry are all at 66 to 1. Yeah, but what a depressing bunch that's got to be. I mean, who the hell's Paul Tate? Any idea? Paul Tate is currently the guy who is assistant at the club and is taken charge along with Leighton Baines. I completely forgot Leighton Baines had retired. <laughs> oh, no, I, when I'd seen him the one time, it wasn't Leighton Baines on the coaching setup with Frank Lampard. I was like, oh my God, yeah, he got named as one of his coaches. Because mm, uh, I remember Ashley Cole coming in, but I was like, I don't remember Leighton Baines coming in. I don't recall Ashley Cole leaving the setup. <laughs> Right? Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> Is Alexa getting yeah. involved? I have no idea. You want it to say Ashley Cole coming in. Alexa. Right? No, he's off. not coming in. Alexa, off. Oh, God. <laughs> Apologies, I don't know how that... Cool don't apologise, but that's one of the best things that's ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that's got called... <laughs> That's the title role there. Alexa predicts the next Everton manager. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. 
Yeah, whoever Everton get is the next one. It feels like he's walking into a deep, deep hole. And they're going to yeah. need an almighty big ladder to get out of it. Yeah, massive ladder. Yeah. Uh, do you want to move on now? Yeah, happy to move on. Yeah, I mean... Is Alexa happy for us to move on? Yeah, I'm hoping to, because I feel like I've muted her up anyway. Um, Carabao Cup or FA Cup? Where do you want to go? Which uh, cup? I don't care about the Carabao Cup. <laughs> I really don't. Well done, Enough United. United. You're going to win. Yeah, 3-0. Which United more referring to? Manchester, obviously. Yeah, if you're part of that, then yeah, you should win. Newcastle just about managed to get Southampton. past Southampton, even if they did dominate completely. I mean, we do have the return legs coming up next week. Yeah, you don't really see how it's not a Newcastle-Manchester United final. Unless... Which is an interesting massive one. Massive upsets in Southampton-Newcastle, okay. Yeah, and I feel like I'd prefer the Newcastle-Manchester United final, because at least it would be interesting. Hmm. It's not fair by Newcastle if they go and win the trophy. They've they've gone through enough hardship that they've deserved that one. Yeah. Marcus Rashford still continuing to show he's one of the best informed forwards in the world at the minute. I think yeah, that's do 10 I goals need, in 10 games. Do I need games. to do the um, Shaquille O'Neal apology? Sorry, I was yes. not familiar with your left midfield game. <laughs> Definitely so. Because oh, Marcus... Yeah. I mean... Very good. <laughs> It was pretty good. Incre- it was they didn't decide to tackle him. They just let him run all the way to the penalty area. Mm. He had the freedom of Nottingham on his side there, Rashford. He <laughs> was. Running, running up and down the wing like Robin Hood. It's like watching gigs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Um, yeah, FA Cup weekend now. Um, interesting game to kick us off on Friday night. Manchester City versus Arsenal, the Mikel Arteta derby. You really just said that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Of course, you know, the, the, whole, the whole narrative around this one has been like not even about the fact that this is the first time these two have played this season. It's February, almost. Mm. It's about, oh, does, does Pep not regret giving them Gabby Jesus and Alexander Zinchenko now? Well, firstly, oh, Pep wasn't going to know they were going to be in the title race. And second of all, he's got early Garland. Are there? Are you going to give a shit? Okay, as but long as granted, he's Granted, though, it is, there is evidence to suggest those two have been pretty crucial. Oh, yeah. Even if it's just not, not obviously solely down on goals being scored and not conceded, but the whole different attributes that them are bringing to that Manchester City side. Um, Arsenal side has been a massive boost for them over the past uh, season so far. You're bringing two players with winning mentality into a squad that just needed that little bit extra of it. Yeah, and they definitely got it uh, mm. now and feeling a lot, lot better it, than what they breeds, would have done in the past. Breeds confidence into their whole mm-hmm. team. And all for one, also just to mention Arsenal's transfer business, I think they're being quite sensible. Yeah, not overpaying for anyone ridiculous. Obviously, they yeah. were heavily linked with Mikhailo Mudrik, who ended up going to Chelsea for what, close to 100 million. Yeah, that case was just them getting outbidded in something crazy. Yeah, but um, I think Arsenal, yeah, very sensible with their deals. Mm. And, and this guy they've signed, Jakub 
cave or whatever you say. Yeah. Like they've they must have done the research on him because no one would have ever thought of this guy. No. So they they thought about this and they've bought depth, which they need. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And they're probably a winger, another yeah, another winger away from being comfortable. Maybe another midfielder, yeah. which is why Anana was rumoured. Definitely. I mean, we have been talking, or I remember during the, or maybe just before the World Cup, or when uh, Jesus got injured, I said that was their problem was depth, but they seem to be solving that with the transfers that they're making. And if they were to bring in Onana as well, I think that would even strengthen their depth even more. So it is sensible targets that they are going after. And you've got to give credit to uh, Mikel Arteta and Vinay Vintrakeshen. I don't say that's his name. I'm not even going to it. <laughs> and Edu. Well, he's and he's easy to pronounce. He's easy to pronounce. Uh, but yeah, very sensible with how they're doing it. Um, like you said, the first time that these two have met this season, uh, that is absolutely ridiculous. Haven't like It's been over a year since they've played each other. Yeah, but at the same time, did anyone predict a year ago that they were going to both be the title challengers? I mean, Man City, yes. Yes. Arsenal, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. And yeah, it, I would have liked this one to have been done sooner, but if that was the only gap I could put it in, then yeah, that's it. Yeah, 100%. But they've got enough fixes they've got to try and cram in there between now and May. Yeah. I mean, obviously, both teams still being in Europe and, uh, Obviously, playing league games with just under half the season left to go is not uh, ideal. Um, any of the fixtures this weekend taking your fancy? I know, obviously, your Aston Villa side aren't involved. but Yes, we've already established this. We are Squidward, stuck in at home, not watching everyone else have fun on the playground. <laughs> any games you think, oh, there could be a potential upset? Well, this is where we should be looking to Sunday's games. Because you've got Wrexham, they're involved. It's top of the National League versus second in the Championship. I was going to say, I have no idea where uh, Sheffield United were second. Yeah? Yes, they are second, I believe. Unless something changed dramatically, they should still be second. Yeah, they still are. And Wrexham, like you said, are top. Both in really good form. Wrexham have won their last four games in a row, whilst Sheffield United have won three of their four. Yes, these despite league differences, these are two teams that aren't a very good run of form. And Wrexham are going to be highly motivated, given that they are at home. And the Welcome to Wrexham Season 2 cameras are almost certainly going to be there. Yes. Um, I also, I mean, would Brighton beat Liverpool even be a shock anymore? I wouldn't, personally. Like I said, when they played in the Premier League, I was like, Brighton win this. And it wouldn't mm. surprise me. Um, the other if you're Liverpool, game... you almost want to not be involved so that you can focus on other stuff. Trying to well, get like, Europe We know how this works with Liverpool. When they don't do so well in the league and cups, they look at the Champions League and go, right, here we come. <laughs> so, yeah. Someone the cop. It's time. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, also another one I think I have to shout out Stevenage. 
yeah, they travel to Stoke again. If they bring their away support the same way they did to Villa Park, that one will be almost like a home game for them. And Stoke aren't even in like the best of form. Yeah, Stevenage second in uh, League Two at the minute. Stoke uh, have lost a couple of their last games and in 18th place in the Championship as well. Is it, it screams got... that it could happen? Yeah, definitely. And there's another one that I wanted to look at. It was Saturday. Not so, not so much non-league. Is it Warsaw against Leicester? I think is one to keep an eye on. Is it? Yeah, because like Warsaw are in an intriguing position where they've just had new ownership, who do have a bit of ambition to them, so they're trying yeah. to help them out. And Leicester aren't in a good spot right now. Yeah. That feels like it would be the biggest upset if uh, Walsall were to get a result there this weekend. No, because Wrexham beating Sheffield United would be the biggest one. They're the, they're the only nation, National League team left, I believe. Yes. What league are Grimsby in? League 2. No, Grimsby got promoted. How do I know that? Because if you've watched Welcome to Wrexham Season 1, then you'll know that heartbreak. Oh, okay, I'll take your words for it. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a very, very good weekend, I think. Uh, how do you feel about, I know you don't care about it, if I could, but how do you feel about Manchester United playing Reading? Ball Ince returns? Yes, uh, it's going to be nice to see Incy back there. Uh, I think we'll see because he cares side. so much, he's not going to have Reading up for this. He's just going to just go out and enjoy it, lads. We're going to lose. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm expecting United to make some changes because they'll be playing again on Wednesday. So, so I was amazed in the Carabao Cup to see United play pretty much the same team as they did the weekend. I think because trying to get a trophy is probably Ten Hag's priority. Which it should be. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Who and I. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for me, I think... Yeah, I think we could see a changed side this weekend. So the likes of Palestri, uh, Garnacho probably start. Maybe Hanjat Butlandi's debut. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we could probably see like a couple of changes in that sense. Um, other than that, I think you got to be confident going into this one as a United fan, looking in incredible form, obviously in all competitions at the minute. Only oh, English side left in all four competitions, uh, in four competitions as well. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I feel like if you look at the teams that are left as well, you know, it would become one of the favourites as well if they get through because what a Man City and Arsenal's going out. Mm-hmm. So if you look at your big six, that would leave the likes of either a Man City or Arsenal, a Tottenham and a Liverpool yeah. and a Newcastle. So you give yourself the chance. Oh, no, Newcastle, sorry. <laughs> no, Newcastle aren't still in it. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That wasn't done on purpose. That was actually accidental. Accidental partridge. <laughs> it was. <laughs> but even so, I think if you look at, say, OK, I think the winner of tomorrow's game would be United's biggest threat in terms of going to the final, because I think United could easily beat Liverpool and Spurs at this point in time. Exactly. I think United should feel confident of being anyone right now. Yeah. So, uh, definitely I'd have them as one of the favourites should they uh, get through to the fifth round. 
Fifth round, yeah. Any round? No, it's the, no, sixth, the, the one, the next one is the quarterfinals. Six quarters, seven final, eighth is yeah. the final. That's how it works. It's not just the FA Cup in the men's game as well. It's the FA Cup in the women's game as well, with yep. the big teams coming into it in that one as well. Yep, fourth round again this weekend. Games taking place across Sunday uh, after or the whole of Sunday. Premier League teams are coming into it for the first time. And if you want a de- more detailed preview, head over to Women's Football Talk on YouTube, where we will have our uh, weekly preview of the weekend's games, including. And where on social media can they go if they want to keep up to date with some coverage of all of that on that Sunday? Well, we will have updates on those games at WF Talks uh, on Twitter and Women's Football Talk on Instagram, where we'll have you up to date with all of the games that happen across uh, that Women's FA Cup weekend. If I have to pick one out from that, granted, I think the likeliness of shocks, inverted quotes, maybe are less likely mm. in women's in women's football. The I'll start with the one that I'd like to watch first, and then I'll go with the one where you can maybe say a shock could be on. Arsenal-Leeds is one I want to watch. <laughs> it's Arsenal. We've always dominated women's football, and then Leeds aren't as prominent. They're quite low down, so it's it would be massive if Leeds United women's team beat Arsenal. Yeah, I think the only thing that could hamper Arsenal is obviously they're playing tonight in the Conti Cup. They're going to get battered by Carl Ward's tricky villains. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love it. (laughs) I absolutely (laughs) would love it. Uh, The one that I guess I would say a shock could happen as well, Tottenham are facing the London City Lionesses. That's Tottenham who haven't been as good this season as the last one. And the London City Lionesses are currently top of the championship, which is the level below the Super League. Yeah. So, yeah, know, for me, that's the one. That I... Even if the London City Lionesses have just been destroyed by having their manager leave them. Yeah, I, I still think they have the capability of uh, causing an upset there against Spurs. 100%. Yeah. And I think another one. You're going to one. Like, are, you, are you going to the first no. round? You're not now. Oh. That's a massive shame, that is. It's, 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 it's in bloody Hennetsford. I don't even know where the hell that is. Don't it's say that on here. Like people know where, how far that is from you. It is quite far. Um, another one I could potentially see in upset, just depending on the lineup, is Birmingham versus Everton. I think that's one that really? intrigues me a bit. That could potentially cause an upset. That's interesting. Well, considering Everton have surprised a few people this season, but how good they've been. But of course, if you've got a Pay more on all that. We'll be yes. talk, talk on YouTube. Go subscribe. Join the community. Exactly. The road to 1K continues. <laughs> Can't come quick enough. Yes. Uh, back to the men's football now. And this weekend, we'll head over to the Bundesliga, where on Friday evening, RB Leipzig will take on Stuttgart. On Saturday, Hoffenheim will play Borussia Mönchengladbach. Bayern Munich play host to Eintracht Frankfurt and Sunday sees Bayer Leverkusen play host to Borussia Dortmund. That is a yeah, very... Some nice looking game. fixtures. Uh, I can't remember what European league it was I saw some news from. 
like I'd seen something pretty big and it's gone from my mind all of a sudden. I have no idea. Might have been Italy. Might have been more stuff with Juventus because there was. Was it not? Um, it's the stuff coming out of. Wait, I thought that was. I don't think this was what I was thinking, but it has just come to my mind about there was rumours, but the stuff goes even further with like player wages and stuff, and that players will start getting banned. Oh, Jesus Christ! I mean, it feels like that's always ever. I I hadn't seen that reported in like a known place, so take that one with a pinch of salt. Yes, definitely. Um, Allegedly, (laughs) something wrong with player wages. Yes. Uh, one big thing um, that has happened, I don't know what competition it is that they're playing in tonight. I think it may be the Copa del Rey between Real Madrid and Atletico. Yeah, probably. I wasn't um, saying any La Liga action, but yeah, it, it, we'd have to yeah. establish the Copa del Rey is happening. Yeah, uh, so that kicks off. That was uh, it. I just uh, it, Italian Serie Ah. If you're going to go to there, because it's Napoli against Roma. <laughs> Give me a second. So uh, <laughs> let me finish off with La Liga. So Real Madrid are playing Atleti tonight in the Copa del Rey, and there's been an effigy of Vinicius Junior being hung from a bridge in Madrid before their derby tonight. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! What did Vinicius Junior do to Atletico? Although I feel like mm-hmm. we do, we know what that was. <laughs> I've forgotten. Yeah, Didn't something happen in the last that. game between the two? Uh, I can't remember. It feels like he a long time. Someone tweeted something that he did something back like, during the game. No. But I forgot. Okay. They haven't played each other since September, so I don't remember. Yeah, it's been a while, but Atletico got a lot to do if they're going to win this one. Yeah. Um, looking ahead to the weekend's fixtures in Spain... Girona play Barcelona on Saturday. Atleti uh, travel to Osasuna on Sunday, whilst Real Madrid play host to third place Real Sociedad. So that is a tasty one to look forward to on Sunday uh, afternoon. In Italy now, like you said, we do have the very, very interesting game of Napoli versus AS Roma. Uh, Today is obviously Mourinho's 60th birthday. Happy birthday to the special one. (laughs) Yes. it feels like that's always a nice, tasty tie between them two sides. Jose is definitely smelling blood. Mm. He's coming and thinking, I'm going to ruin your day. Definitely. I mean, just looking back on their last three results, uh, earlier on this season, Napoli won 1-0. Last season, the second game finished as a 1-1 draw, and the first game finished as a 0-0 draw. So... It's really close between the two sides at this minute in terms of uh, head-to-head fixtures. Yeah, I guess that and Napoli, though, are running away with the league. So a lot's going to have to happen for them to mess up really in that one. It doesn't. It also helps them when you see the likes of AC Milan dropping points as well. Mm, I mean, they haven't got an easy fixture this weekend. They play uh, on Sunday against Sassuolo. Uh, last time out back in August, this game finished nil-nil. Uh, so, although Sassuolo are having a poor season, they're currently 17th in the league. It won't be an easy game for Milan. Uh, Lazio play Fiorentina, and Juventus play Monza, and then Italy travel uh, into Milan. Sorry, not Italy. Into Milan travel to uh, <laughs> Cremonese 
on uh, Saturday. And finally, over in France this weekend, Marseille play Monaco on Saturday evening. So that's a very tasty one. Nice take on Lille. Uh, Leontrov to Jaco and PSG play against Stade Rem. So, good European fixtures to look forward to this weekend. Yeah, you always ask for my opinion. I try to make it sound like I'm interested in the majority of them, but I always find just the odd one to be intrigued by. Yes. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, or is that the lot? If I'm honest, nothing else has really come to mind, and I feel like there's something I'm missing. Uh, I can't think of anything myself. No more breaking news. I mean, obviously, we're coming towards the end of the transfer window now. Next week will be the end of it. I'm obviously not expecting Man United to do any business. So, do you think Villa will get in one or two players before the window closes? I'm bloody hoping so, because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a bit quiet and we're letting a few players go. I'm worried about our depth slightly. Is Guendouzi happening or not? Because no. Rumours. Times to have to tell you. You can't tell me no, but the rumours are rife, and there's an interesting theory going around because Marseille are signing all these players, and where's all this money coming from? But they weren't broke. No, they weren't broke, but you don't see a club in France not named PSG go and spend money like this. Yeah, true. So yeah, it's, it's just people. Can try to try to, try to find a theory to this and me being a gullible puppy <laughs> and falling for it just because I'm desperate. Basically, trying to get two and two to add to five, even though it will always add to four. Yeah. Like, guys, well. I don't want Marvellous Nakamba as my next best defensive midfield option anymore. <laughs> he's still at the club. For now, yeah. Apparently, he's been told he can go. I was about to say, I don't know if he's still Although there. right now, with Sanson leaving, he is now our clone. <laughs> And nearest midfield option. Oh gosh! Uh, yeah, so that and is we have it. one functioning striker. Like I know we signed John Duran, but we don't know anything about this guy. No, I mean we haven't seen him play at all yet. Yeah, uh, yeah. open pray. <laughs> yes, uh, that is it for this week. We'll be back uh, early next week to recap the FA Cup weekend and any more talking points from around football. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and you uh, are downloading us wherever you get your podcasts from. And that you're following us on Twitter at OffTCPod for all the latest news and stories there. Other than that, we'll see you soon.